Hi guys, welcome to the You Can Man Show. You're probably wondering what in the heck. I'm not hearing Josh's voice. Yeah, I'm here, but we're not doing the intro. (laughs) Yeah. So Josh had his baby. Well, my wife had our baby. Well, okay. (laughs) That's just small detail there, Josh. Okay, small detail. And Dave's been crazy busy too. So we have never taken a week off. No, not since we started. Not since we started. And we're on episode now. This is 36. Yeah. Now you may... Remember, Josh said last episode was 36. It was actually 35. We just, oh, we're just all over the place. Uh, Babies, work, all kinds of stuff. So we're taking a little breather, and we're going to do a replay of one of our really popular episodes with our friend James on New House Know How Part, what was it, three? It was part, I think his was part three. Did he wrap it up? I think so. I can't remember. Anyway, yeah, it was episode eight. Uh, feels like forever ago, um, but yeah, yeah, James is a great guest, and he has he had a new house at the time, new yeah. townhome. And if if you're just joining us and you're not the person that goes back and listens to all the episodes, which you know, who who of us has all that time to do that? Uh, sure. Some of you guys have because we've heard from you guys yeah. that you're like, oh yeah, I went back and started from the beginning. And I'm like, it's oh, the man, right I'm, way to do it. I'm like, oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, some of our earlier episodes were not that. You great. can hear the progression. That's fine. Yeah. So anyhow, we're gonna do a replay episode for this week, but don't you guys worry. We will be back with brand new material the following week. So here's that replay. Thanks, guys. Welcome to the You Can Man podcast, episode eight. I'm Josh. I'm Tim, and I'm Dave. And on this week's episode. New House Know How, Part 3. All right, guys, welcome back. How was everybody's week? Actually, sorry, before we begin, we have a guest today. Our very first guest. Not just some Skype guest, okay? We've got him in the studio with us. He's Mr. Live. James Terrell. Yeah. <laughs> in the flesh. Welcome. Yeah. So, James, what we usually do is kind of ask each other uh, how our week has been. Mm-hmm. So, we would love for you to participate. We'd love to. Dave? Well, my week has been terrible. As you can probably hear from my voice, I'm like an octave down. Lower than normal. I actually... This happens to me once a year, and I always want to just capture the sound of my voice like Ariel from The Little Mermaid. Is that but a thing? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But my question for you guys is, <laughs> like, I'm so I'm sick, right? I'm not, I'm not like, dangerously sick. I don't have the flu. I have, I have the sniffles. You feel bad. I, feel, I don't feel great. Um, but I'm pretty much going about my normal life. And I don't know, like, at what point is it inappropriate to, like, should I be here tonight? Or are you guys like, why did he come? He's you, sick. You know who could probably tell you? Mm. The male nurse. James that we have with us. Our first official <laughs> ever <laughs> podcast guest. We called him a male nurse and I saw him cringe. <laughs> no, that's, that's pretty much that it. Was a good, James, what is your good. title? What do you do for a living? I am a critical care physician assistant, not to be confused with physician's assistant. There's no S. Oh. People love saying physician's assistant. It's not that. It's physician assistant. That's what I do. Piedmont Hospital. Physician assistant doesn't sound right, but I'm going to trust it. Do, you. It doesn't. Because everybody says physician's assistant. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't mind that you're here because um, I, I get sick like once a year. All right. Well, you're better Would than everybody. Would it be fair, though, to say you're basically a doctor? <laughs> no, that's going to make doctors mad <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I, there's no doctors here. Oh, so. then yes. I, I went am. I went to school long enough to be a doctor, but I'm not a doctor. Same. Anyway, yeah, so I, I guess I technically did too. Anyways. Yeah. Well, well, I, no, I mean, a bunch of overachievers yeah, around this table. That, that's really what it comes kind of, being a doctor is going to school long enough to be a doctor and if you've done it then whatever. Also so going to class and passing your class. Yeah. Is part of that. <laughs> yeah. That's the part I didn't get. Yeah. So not, yeah. not a lot of scholars in uh, on this side of the table. Uh, it's a round I table. I so a scholar either. So. Anyway, I don't feel good, but I'm here. What's up? Yeah. yeah. So I had, uh, this is kind of uh, medical related. I mean, it is absolutely medical related. So I work in an office building uh, in Atlanta and um, came in on Monday morning, sat down at my desk, did my usual thing, drink my coffee, and I hear a little commotion about 
60 feet away, a few cube rows over. Then don't think anything of it. And then I see a sales rep run past my desk, which people don't run in offices. So that was very odd. And he runs in to the office that I sit near, says something unintelligible. The manager comes out and says, okay, I'll get facilities on the phone so that we can go through our security protocol. Whoa. And I'm like, oh, game on. So I grab, I have a little pocket knife um, that I keep on me, near me. I grabbed that because I thought we were, yeah, I thought we were about to get some. Like I wow, seriously, man. like for 15 seconds, I thought we had an active shooters type situation. So it was scary for 15 seconds. So you went so, into run, run, had fight real quick. Yeah, and I went out. I guess I was going to go look for something. Um, anyway, I see a bunch of people milling around at the end of a cube. I see some people like turning their head away and like shaking their head. And so I'm like, okay, we got some medical something going on. A girl yells, does anyone know CPR? And my, my first thought is, we should all know CPR. Um, so <laughs> let's all get better What's at that. True. Yeah, because we got 30 people standing around. Nobody's saying, hey, I, I've got that under control. So that's a that's a problem. So anyway, um, I immediately think we have a defibrillator. In defibrillator, take out the R. Defibrillator, defibrillator. Yeah, in the break room, I run and grab that. I come back, power it on. Man, Johnny on the spot, and uh, don't know what I'm doing. I'm just like running, and like the crowd parts. And <laughs> where's your we pocket knife at this point? <laughs> yeah, it's in it's in my pocket because right. I don't want to be flashing that around. Right. Um, so, well, you had you had determined it wasn't an active shooter at this point, right? Correct. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, I go down the cube row, and the guy is there's a, a young man in his late twenties, I would guess, laid on his back head in the aisle feet in his cubicle there's two people over him talking to him and i kind of get down kneel down next to him and he is ghost white his eyes are wide open he is not moving his eyes look like glass like just brown glass marbles wide open and not we couldn't see if he was we couldn't tell he was breathing or not he was just very super still and so there was a young lady there and she's leaned down next to him. She's saying he's still barely breathing. And like, I mean, they did no one slap him. Yeah. Yeah. There, there were, they're patting <laughs> him on the face. There was this old guy there, you know, who I think had had a heart attack himself. And he's like doing the, he was like in a movie. He's like, uh, Hey man, I, I went through this my own self and I'm not going to let you do this now. And like, he's like very dramatic <laughs> Stay away from the light. But he was, but he was doing the thing of like, he was. <laughs> active in his face trying to get him to wake up so that was a good thing and anyway so another guy's on the phone with 911 and this is i I got there three or four minutes in and he's been he's been down a long time and he's young and so what what time of day is this you said the morning first thing in the morning it's like 8 30 a.m and um i've been around people who pass out before and they come right back for the most part and if they shake it off whatever um he's just down down on the ground should we all um, guess before you give us the finale what was wrong with him well, i was Wait, gonna say on, i was gonna say dead or alive who knows <laughs> oh dave you already know <laughs> yeah i already know i'm gonna i'm gonna say it was diabetic Ooh, okay that's a good one not a bad guess blood sugar so james james come on honestly i was my first thought was it, my first thought is, is this guy diabetic? So yeah. Hey, even though I know, I want to, I want to guess. Okay. A, okay. Continue. Continue. Yeah. Okay. So I forget where I am in the story, but, um, where he's was not the, coming where back? Was he's the not coming back. Where was the, the I am, it's, it's on. I, I've, we've ripped the package open, taken the pads out. It's, it talks you through what to do. Wow. Um, the guy on the phone with 911 keeps saying, you know, as long as he's breathing, don't hit him with it. <laughs> and so, Clear. and I'm like, well, I'm not itching to do this. So I'll, <laughs> I'll just keep it to myself for now. But 911 said, go ahead and cut his shirt off. He had this real nice, like three quarters Doesn't zip. matter. Ralph Lauren. <laughs> can't wear it when you're Man, dead. we used some office scissors straight up. Straight up. Took <laughs> you his, didn't use your knife. No, straight uh, up. Took his, uh, it took his shirt off. Um, super fit dude. I, I was proud of him because oh, I was like, yeah. man, I'd be embarrassed if that was me. <laughs> um, so yeah, literally, I mean, we're just trying to hear him breathing. It's dead, weird, quiet. And then finally he starts getting some heaving breaths and the color comes back and 
then he's coming too, and he's embarrassed, and we're like, because he's shirtless, to, <laughs> shirtless in <laughs> his <work>. office. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, then we had to talk him down, like stay down. Like paramedics are in in the uh, on the ground floor; they're on their way up. The company officials that were there were like, paramedics have to take you out at this point. Like if we've gone through all this, and so anyway, luckily we didn't have to hit him with the um, defibrillator. But that was an exciting morning. Uh, turns out, actually, I don't know the whole story, and I'm not don't know who's listening. I'm not going to get into super personal details. But the initial guess was that he he works out regularly. Why he's so fit? There was breakfast on his desk, had not been eaten yet. So we're thinking some kind of blood sugar wow. yeah. issue, likely. So yeah, but he was gone. He was down a long time. That's quite a reaction. But that everybody. doesn't happen to a normal person right right no so we have something we call occam's razor that the usually the most simple explanation is the most likely mm-hmm. so some that's i yeah. use that on car work yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. it can apply to a lot of things about life but a young guy passes out on the floor and he's diabetic mm-hmm. if he was he diabetic don't know unconfirmed he was diabetic yeah okay. can we get him on the phone either that call him up. or he had just been doing something he shouldn't be doing okay as another guess yeah okay. that that was that was kind of my first thought was this dude is straight up doing meth <laughs> unconfirmed <laughs> nothing does, has been confirmed does meth make you pass out on the floor he, he's back from at, what i've heard <laughs> okay he's back at know. work I, um Back at work. Good to see him. So well, that's back, good. But yeah. Still kicking. Yeah, it was a, it was an exciting. Well, good job, Josh. Yeah. Sounds like Johnny on the spot with the. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, never used one of those before. I knew they walked you through it, so I wasn't like scared to grab it or anything. And I'm like, I'm kind of smart, I think, so <laughs> I could probably listen to it. Um, but yeah, the 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 crowd parted. In my mind, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but here we go. Like, I'm going in. <laughs> Which, to be honest, it takes like a certain amount of like. Being able to have mental calm to be able to think, I should go look for a defibrillator yeah. <laughs> right now, and to think I need the shocky thing and to know where it is. Yeah, what's go funny, get it and like have the cool to do that. What's so, the yeah. what's the shorthand for the defib? Is that it? Yeah, we go we call it the I'm crash cart, or we we say get the pads on, mm. and so that's that's what we'll do. We'll drag this big red cart into the room that has all these drugs. It's like your our little life saving cart, and we get the pads on. Yeah. yeah, I weirdly pay attention to that thing almost every time I go in the break room. I like I just see it because well, you're like, I wow, no, yeah, Look I'm like that. that's there, um, and then. Yeah, it's very telling. Like, you kind of see everyone's behavior in situations like that. And I've been in a bunch. I've come up on some horrible car accidents and gone in just because that's all next, I knew what to do. Next time you go in for your you know, your yearly review, oh, that's they're, they're going to be like, idea. you know, we did notice, Josh, how you just stepped up. <laughs> yeah, you got to no, bring, yeah. yeah, bring it up. Yeah, I'm going to bring it up. Yeah, bring it up. That's for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Anyway, yeah, Some people, yeah, just run around in circles, um, not doing anything. And some people go into action and. Uh, but everybody played a good role. It was a very nicely orchestrated. Everybody took had a nine one one guy had talking to you guy trying to wake you back up guy. We got the girl like listening for breaths. We got um, cut off the shirt guy, and then we got defi- defibrillator guy. Yeah, I would have been the guy who just acts like nothing is going on and still just sitting there. Just everyone <laughs> needs that guy <laughs> yeah. during a. I, hey, a I'm keeping the company going. Keep the company yeah. afloat. Keep, that's right. I'm staying productive. Okay, and <laughs> every cardiac arrest in a hospital has like eight people just standing there leaning against the wall. Like, <laughs> what's going on in there? It's like the government <laughs> digging a hole. You got like the eight guys leaning yeah. on the Saw it today. Yeah. Still in the hospital too. <laughs> yeah, yes. Nice, nice. Alrighty. All righty. Well, my week was boring, so I'm not even going to comment. Oh, yeah. But um, hey, Tim's I, here, <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, but we have James on as our first official guest because yeah. he what just he just bought a new house. But we did want to get to know James just a little bit, so he has some very interesting things, including going to Iraq. Right. Oh, yeah. Wow. So yeah. James went to Iraq with two two separate chip, trips, right? Three separate trips. Three separate yeah. trips. So not military related. This was uh, humanitarian aid with a uh, Christian ministry. Yeah. And so he was doing medical relief work with mm-hmm. the Kurdish people. Mm-hmm. So I wanted him to talk maybe briefly about that because I think it's really cool. And then talk about your PA experience. And then we're going to jump into... Talking about the new house that you just bought. Okay. But uh, take it away. Cool. All right. Well, I uh, 
I've been a physician assistant for a little over three years now. I work in the ICU, so I do a lot of critical care. It's a lot of life and death, and I love it. I love the people I work with. I love the work that I do because I like being kind of like on the front lines of keeping people alive. And so I've because of my work, I've been able to travel a lot. I actually started... Uh, when I was just a kid and traveling all over the world and then I started using medicine. So I went to learn how to do my OBGYN rotation in Uganda because no one wants I to forgot let me, about that. Yeah. I forgot about that. No one wanted to let me learn how to deliver babies in America, but they're <laughs> all about it over there. I'm going to so, go find them. Yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. You have a white coat? Come on in and <laughs> just catch it. And, uh, I've been able to go to Iraq and Sierra Leone living on a hospital ship. And so Iraq was the most recent, and that was when ISIS was kind of ravaging northern Iraq and Syria. And so we were working with Kurdish refugees and developing programs. There's a lot of NGOs or non-governmental organizations out there. And so we were one of many and trying to develop a program just to help people out there, and it was incredible and a really, really good experience. And you got to shoot AK-47. I got to shoot AK-47s. Right? They have 50 cals mounted on back of pickup trucks. Sweet. And so do you, just, do you go, like, with a stethoscope and an AK? Like, you, yeah. hey, guys, I'm here. Yeah, it's like a defibrillator and a, and a pocket knife <laughs> there you go. for an active shooter. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, bo- it's both. <laughs> It just, it translates over nice. there. Yeah. Uh, so one question kind of round, round this out. Was the craziest thing, I don't, I don't know if I told you I was going to ask you this before, but craziest hospital story, I mean, I guess it could be anywhere in the world, mm-hmm. if you got something They got to be crazier in Iraq, right? But Well, I yeah. I mean, it's people always, they always ask me this question, and they never really want to know the answer. Because it's like, you tell someone the question, the room's just silent. Like, and then they Great die. Oh. Now they're dead. And they're just like, oh, man, are you, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, it happens every day. But like, all right, so I'll try to be a little b- more brief. And you guys may have heard this story. It's like my crowd pleaser story. My kids do listen to this. Okay, so that's, so. that's another that like, cuts out most of the stories. Okay. So, uh, so I was, this is actually before I worked in the intensive care unit I was working after I graduated college in an emergency room and the I was working as a tech in this this 26 year old guy walks in his friends are kind of bringing him in he's slumped over their arms and they're they're like hey uh, we need to get this guy in the emergency room he's been throwing up all night we were drinking now he's throwing up and he's got a fever he's like he's swinging at things that aren't there uh, we're really worried about him so we check him in. We get his vital signs. He's got like a 101-degree fever, which, you know, nothing to write home about. But he's sweaty. His heart's racing. And I'm I'm not very well-versed in medicine at this point. I'm a tech. I was an EMT. So I'm just fascinated by everything that's happening. I'm like, this guy's really sick. <laughs> because 90% of the people that come in an ER, you're like, mm, you shouldn't be here. You're bored. Right, right. Uh, or you want a food tray or something. That's not true. I'm just kidding. But it <laughs> can be frustrating. Anyway, so this guy's really sick. He And we take him to the back. We're doing all these blood draws on him, getting these labs. Because we don't know. He's got a fever. He's been throwing up. Is it something like a gastroenteritis is it they're like, yeah, he hasn't he's been hallucinating. Like, why is this 26 year old hallucinating? So they, I, obviously I'm not in the diagnostic part of this, but I'm just kind of walking by the room, like helping them start IVs and draw blood. And about an hour into it, I walk by his room. And this guy's standing up. He's ripped his IV out. There's just there's oh boy. So he's sweating. There's uh Blood coming down his arm, and he just looks wide-eyed, crazy, hallucinating. And I'm like, hey, hey, man, uh, are you all right? <laughs> I'm he was James. Talk- he was talking like an hour ago. I'm like, hey, can you sit down on the bed? And he's just like, ooh, ooh. And I'm like, uh, okay, hey, I need you to sit down on the bed. And he is like, he's like 6'3". He's a big dude. And so I call a couple other people. I work with all women that are in like their <laughs> mid-40s who I'm like, I need help in here. So they I call security. Yeah, someone help uh, me because – 
anyway, so I got these ladies coming in to help out, but it takes six of us, including this big old security guard. We hold this dude down. We give him like Geodon, Haldol, Ativan, like all these like bombs to try to get this guy down. <laughs> like horse tranquilizer. Yeah. I mean, this, it takes, and this guy is so strong. I'm going back to meth. I'm already calling yeah. meth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you should see someone on bath salts. That's crazy. <laughs> anyway, but you shouldn't. The point is, so we get this guy down. We take his temperature. It's 104 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. All right. So Whoa. this guy went from 101 to 104, and he's sweating. His heart rate is in like the 160s. Well, Normal yeah. heart rate is like a 60 to 90. So just resting in bed, heart rate 108, 160s. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And the, the emergency doctor goes, Man, I think this guy has meningitis. I'm like, that sounds contagious. <laughs> I don't have gloves on. <laughs> and so they're like, we need to get we need to get a lumbar puncture, which is where you stick this big needle into the spine. You draw the fluid out. You see if it's actually infected or not. And we couldn't. We This guy, he was like, not a great ER physician, tries, 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 keeps on missing it. So we were like, we have to take him to the x-ray to do floor. But by fluoro, which is we use an x-ray to guide it right into the spinal cord. And so it's me, this... Uh, very large middle-aged woman and we take him on a uh, a stretcher to this area and it's like this 70 year old radiologist who's doing <laughs> doing this procedure we roll him onto the bed uh, to do the fluoroscopy and the guy hits it he gets the spinal cord and he hits the spinal cord and all of a sudden this white milky fluid which no. just flies out the My top gosh. of this tube and I'm like that doesn't look like not normal. normal. He goes, oh, my gosh, this guy has bacterial meningitis. We should be wearing masks, like hats, gloves. Did you run? I would have run. And I would have run and, away. But as, so as soon as he hits the spinal cord, this guy stops breathing. And he goes, oh, my gosh, he's not breathing. And he's face down. Okay, he's face down on the table. It's me, this lady, and this seven-year-old oh, guy. We're like, no. oh, my, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And so we're like, get him back on the stretcher. We need to get him back to the ER. And so we, like, flip him back on there, and Pam is running. At, like, like I'm. she's pushing the bed. I'm running ahead of her, hitting the doors open. It's like a movie. It's like, <laughs> bump, bump, da da dum dum da I'm like, I'm like he's not breathing. And so everyone rushes into the room. We have to do CPR on this guy. We get a we get a, a pulse back on him, and he ends up in the ICU later because we have to put him on a ventilator. For sure, this guy has meningitis. We have him on like the strongest antibiotics you can put someone on, and <clears throat> so he. Then earlier in the day, I had done a little little sushi run for a couple employees. We had just had a new Publix open and Publix sushi, and so we're like, "Well, don't mind if I do." You know, <laughs> we just treat ourselves to some Publix sushi. Go get it, bring it back, and the guy we transfer him to the intensive care unit, and he's like, "Wow, that was crazy! What a what a crazy day! I hope he's okay." Later that night, I wake up at like three in the morning. Uh oh. And I, <laughs> I'm not feeling so good. And I just start, I start throwing up. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, no. And I throw up. And this I throw was up. after you got this the spinal fluid after, all over you? Yeah. And so the, I throw up probably four times. Sorry about the uh, visual, but I, I wake up to, at like nine in the morning to a phone call. Bring, bring. Hello. Hey, James, um, how are you feeling? This is the ER calling. How are you feeling? I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel terrible. I've been throwing up all night long. And she's like, oh, James, this is tough. She's getting around. <laughs> Seriously, like, are you feeling okay? I'm like, no. Honestly, Angela, I've been throwing up all night long. She goes, James, I need you to be very serious with me right now because four other people who are dealing with that patient wow. have been throwing up too. Oh my gosh. No. He just died this morning. <gasps> and I'm like, what? all of a sudden the whole world, like you hear like, like soft piano music playing. And I'm like, this is it. Oh yeah. Like, I would have died right I'm like, there. Like, right in there. I'm like, she's like, you need to get to the hospital right now. Mm. Wow. And so we get to the, ho I get to the hospital the whole time I'm driving. I'm like, God, this is it. Like, Man, this was a good life. Like, you know, I'm just like in, like in my own thoughts, like in a music video. So we get to the ER. They have us quarantined in this room. We're getting wow. IVs. They're drawing blood. And then someone's like, man, yeah, you guys have been throwing up. I've been throwing up all, all this blah, blah, blah. And someone's just kind of quiet for a second. They're like, we all had sushi yesterday, didn't we? Public sushi. Like, yeah. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. We, wait. Yeah. We, all five of us had public sushi. 
And then we realized that we just got food poisoning. Oh. All of our labs came back negative. But uh, yeah, it was it was a crazy. How long were you guys in quarantine? <laughs> like four hours. Wow. They just had us sitting there until all of our labs came back normal. I would have died of a heart so, attack, and they would have yeah. been like, "It's not the sushi because this guy's dead." Yeah, wow. Exactly. Yeah, it was. <laughs> It was scary, but I survived the public sushi. Just so that, that's not a normal day. Never had it since then. Yeah, <laughs> okay. not a normal. We're day. gonna scratch them off as a possible sponsor, I guess, off the show. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wow. All right, I, that was a good story. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, that was solid. That was great. I feel like I'm emotionally drained just <laughs> listening to it. <laughs> I was, that was the abridged version too, but there you go. Well, cool. Yeah, loved listening to that. That was awesome. I. I never shy away from if I have any friends that are doctors or whatever. I'm like, tell me your crazy <laughs> story. So I, I actually really loved hearing that. There's a class I think in med school on how to tell stories. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a TED. It's a TED talk class. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna get into the topic at hand today. Let's so this it. is rounding out our new house, no house series. So if you guys remember the past two episodes, we talked about. Skills you should know, things you should know on a new house, how to shut off your water. Uh, help me out here, guys. All, all the other things that we talked about. Yeah, gas shutoffs, smoke detectors, we air get them filters. All. Yeah, all the basics on a new house. Yeah, just all those basic things. Um, when you just bought a new house and you don't know what in the world's going on, we covered that in our first two episodes of the series. But we really wanted to bring James on. Because he just bought a new house, what was it, two months ago? December 17th. Oh, December. Yeah, okay, two so and a half months. Okay, yeah, yeah, perfect. So, first question, tell us about your DIY experience of doing things yourself around the house prior to you buying a house. Because you were in an apartment, right? So, mm -hmm. landlord was taking care of things. So, I don't know, scale of one to ten, how, how good were you? Yeah, like... Under four, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if it's okay. a one, two, or three, but maybe a three, just because I feel like that should be like just the bottom. It's respectable for apartment life. I yeah, think. I mean, I just never had to. Like, I can, I can weed eat and mow the lawn, but I'd never ever had really done anything. Right, because you just you call and you say, "Hey, your air conditioner is broken," and they come and fix it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it goes. Hurts. Your toilet keeps on backing up because there's <laughs> roots in the pipes, and you know it. That sounds like it. a real story. A true yeah. Story. Wow. Um, but uh, I bought a 1978 CB750 motorcycle and gave it the old college try for a while. Do you still have that? I lost a lot of money on it. Yeah, I don't really want to. I don't really want to talk about it. We're not going to go there. Yeah, thanks, Tim. But it broke down on the interstate like a couple times. So I I came and towed you one time. Yep. yep. Yeah. But yeah. that gave you some hands on. Yeah, it was like okay, yeah. like try to do something you've never done before. That was my intro into it. Yeah. Nice. So what, cool. what kind of uh, so Tim keeps saying new house, but this isn't a. It's new to you. What true, what condition true. is your house in? It was built in 1981 or 1983, and it's a it's a townhouse, an end unit, obviously. Nice. So Bruno. it's a, <laughs> the last time that I think anything had been updated in this house was probably 1993. Okay. Uh, per the woman that was living there, so she she had been living there for over 20 years and had not touched almost anything in the house. So there's still like green ivy painted on the wall, yellow Ooh, rooms. Nice. Uh, she had put some like very shiny red laminate and some tile down, but James, it sounds beautiful. Yeah, it's really what dreams are made of. <laughs> yeah. Nice. What was your biggest fear you think going into this situation when you thought about, oh my gosh, all this responsibility on me? What's my biggest fear about signing that that contract? I mean, really, that I was biting off way more than I could chew because everyone tells you that home renovations are like, don't do it. It's way more trouble than it's worth. We couldn't wait for it to be done. And then finally, we're never going to do it again. So I'm like, oh, this sounds fun. Let's try it. <laughs> it's traumatic for but, a lot of people. Yeah. And before you even put in the offer, you already had kind of a list of things in your head that you felt like, yeah, I'm definitely going to do this, this and this. You didn't have like a real solid plan but kind of give us a bulleted list of what you were thinking you were going to do 
So I was very naive going into my home renovation. I was like, we, we're going to knock down a couple of these walls. Gonna take up this tile, take up the laminate floor, lay down some uh, flooring down here. Easy peasy. I'm going to paint it, you know, maybe put it in a gas line. A couple of new lighting fixtures should be great. Which was like like 12% of what we act like <laughs> of the work. Well, I was, I mean, you're, you're listing that off and I've done work at your house and you covered a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the list turned in, do you want the list of what it turned into? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah, give us a, so give us a rundown. Two load bearing walls had to come down. I uh, had to pull up all the flooring downstairs, pull up all the rug upstairs I had to do all the drywalling. Oh, well, I didn't personally do it, but I wanted to do drywalling. Good move. Yeah, Good move. yeah it's smart. A, uh, you can man faithful listener over here and never do drywalling <laughs> and uh, painting. Uh, There's going to be new plumbing that had to be done, new electric wiring because one of those load bearing walls that came down was like the motherboard for all of downstairs. It's like that's not going to be easy. Uh, so there was quite a bit of. Um, just random things that would pop up that turned into week-long sidetrack rabbit holes that you're not even expecting to do. So you bought this house and you just straight got after it. Like, it sounds like, I mean, you pretty much gutted it. What, like, were there any big surprises you missed? You mentioned, like, the motherboard and the wall. Was that, like, the biggest thing, or was there something that came up that you weren't expecting? There was, because it's so... It's an older house, at least in terms of things that had been renovated. Everything was leaking for the most part. It was like there was a pinhole leak here. The toilet won't turn off. Every time I try to take a shower, there ends up with like a seven-foot puddle downstairs. What have I done? Um, Yeah, even most recently, I tried to install the washer dryer, and all of a sudden, it's just springing a leak. I'm like, what? Like, what? what did this lady do before I before when she lived here? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. The sink wouldn't shut off. It was like, there's what a, in the world? There's a Tom Hanks movie called The Money Pit. If mm. you haven't seen it, it's an 80s movie. It oh, is yeah. a great movie because it's, it, it's and exactly And I'm, I'm sure you had that feeling, like yeah. one thing after the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just see dollar signs as the things cascade mm-hmm. onto each right. other. So or more us. learning opportunities. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so our listeners are hearing you say that you were a three or a four on the DIY scale, mm-hmm. okay? And then you're listing off these things that you did, like taking out load-bearing walls. To walk us through how you – did you have to hire all this out? <laughs> so I have been heavily reliant on – friends uh that have different experience like different experience in doing this i don't think anyone that i had helped me do these things was a professional but they've all done it at some way 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 okay okay now dave 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 is an actual professional engineer (laughs) that is true i was i didn't James, I didn't take offense to it, but Tim, I appreciate you sticking up for me, buddy. <laughs> we so Dave used his mind. Anyone that touched used a tool. I don't to do touch actual. I tell people yeah. what to do. Dave yeah, right. mind. yeah. Okay, so to let let our listeners in, um, I did help considerably on the load bearing walls that we mm-hmm. took out, but before we touched anything, we had Dave come over and look at it because Dave is a professional structural engineer very handy when and so he was able to tell us hey you need to use this size member to span this what do do you call that dave i don't know throw out what do you call what the the jargon so so you guys were taking down a wall and you were creating an opening right and so we we i say we i had you guys install a beam at the top of the opening to support the the floor above and the roof above. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought you were going to throw out some like engineer <laughs> yeah. jargon. Or yeah. Like I keep it, I keep it dumb for you guys, right? So. Yeah. The dream would get. But anyway, so Dave did all the calculations for us to let us mm-hmm. know how big of a beam we had to put mm-hmm. in. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so I had a bunch of people that knew what they're doing because Dave was probably. The most instrumental in being able to give us the confidence of what we were doing. And then because Tim had done it before, to an extent, not necessarily everything that we had, you know, that we had to get into, but to an extent, you had taken down load bearing walls before, like your friend, was it Julian? 
That, uh, right. The, the, my good friend from years ago. Yeah. Uh, so if listeners are just joining us on our, what was that second, third episode? It was the third episode. Okay. I talked about my friend Julian. That's where the name You Can Man came from because he showed me how to take out load bearing walls and do all these things. And he, he would always say, what one man can do, you can do as well. So mm-hmm. that's where I came up with the name You Can Man. So yeah. that's what James is referencing. Tim Harmon is my Julian. He is my there you, there you man. go. Yeah, See, nice. there you go. I'm yeah. passing it on. Yeah. So part of our philosophy that we talked about on episode three was learning these skills so that we can then help others out. And so that's exactly what happened in the situation with James. And I was happy to do it. Now, would you say that you're comfortable tackling doing another load bearing wall, knowing what you know now? If I have a structural engineer to give me the blessing of this is the beams, this is the the size, the length to do it, it would probably take me a little bit longer, but I am much more confident that I would be able to do something like that now because you once you do it, it takes away the, the fear of it. Exactly. Yeah. Now yours, I, I feel that you're, you're going to be, you're going to feel pretty confident on a lot of load bearing wall situations in the future should you, should that arise because what we did at James's townhouse we're we basically were holding up that whole entire half of his house were we not Dave you think because we're taking out those two walls is essentially holding up that entire half of the house yeah we I mean pretty much replaced uh, a, a wall with a beam we put a we put a beam where a wall used to be so certainly opened it up um, I mean that's obviously a pretty big project but I think what Tim is getting at here is um, you know, James is a first time homeowner. Um, but these are, these are projects that you can do, especially if you have, you know, uh, good friends around you who know what they're doing. Uh, but even if it's not a load bearing wall, I mean, I think James rattled off a list of things like tile, flooring, painting, drywall that you can do. Like you can get out there and do these things. Yeah. I saw, I follow your Instagram stories. You were using some heavy equipment. And when you say pull up a floor, that sounds easy. Explain yeah. a little bit what was involved in pulling up the your floor. The worst part about this this whole thing, it was like 300 square feet of this tile that was placed very well prior <laughs> with very good mortar. And I was like, yeah, so I'm going to I'm going to pull up this tile, get up the mortar, and then I'm going to, you know, I'm going to stain the concrete and like like that was going to be a quick little thing. And so I I have it's this weekend. Yeah. I have this like hand scraper that I think I'm going to get up this mortar Ooh. with. And I was like that I was like probably an hour into it. I'm like, nope. <laughs> I got it. So I hopped on YouTube and I'm like, how am I going to get this up? So I find you, know, you have to get this jackhammer. And so I, I go to the nearest tool rental place and they like give me this jackhammer that I have to be on my hands and knees for. And I'm trying to save money in this whole process because I think it'd be very impressive to rattle off some very low number and be like, wow, you did it for that cheap? And I'm like, yep, because I did it myself. So instead of $150 to have the stand-up jackhammer, I did the $50 where you're on your hands and knees for 300 square feet. And so I did like... Well, you got a... I think if I remember right, I've seen the photo of it because I wasn't over there when you did that. I yeah. think you got an actual hammer drill yeah. that has the option of... It's like an air chisel. I think, yeah, like essentially. That. Yeah, I think it gave me carpal tunnel. Uh, that's but, $50 well spent. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, okay, so once you do that, I'm, I, I'm thinking this is going to be the last step because it's going to chip away the mortar, sweep it up, and then you're on your way. Nope. <laughs> so then I got this like... Five inch angle grinder that oh I had to grind God. down everything Whew. that was that I didn't get up, which took me probably like fourteen hours of time itself. And the tile, man, that like that almost <laughs> it almost broke me. But um, that was the worst part, I think. The tile, the the mortar from the tile, I had no idea, no idea what I was getting into. But yeah, you had that resource that. Even if it's just YouTube, you know, if you don't, if you don't have great, good friends that are super handy, you can hop on YouTube, tons of, tons of stuff there. It's just making that decision to just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. You spend 14 hours angle grinding Mm -hmm. uh, the mortar off your slab, but now you've done it. And you live and learn right now. You're going to get the stand up job. I'm going to pay a hundred (laughs) dollars. Please. I have a job and I'm going to stand up and do it. Yeah. So where would you say you are now? So you said, Coming out of an apartment into a home, you were like three or four. Um, where would you consider yourself today? After Because you've done uh, many different types of projects at your house, um, which are very impressive. So where, where would you put yourself right now? 
I mean, I think in terms of confidence, I would put myself at like a six or seven, which is better than a three, right? Double. But like, there's 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 other projects and saws that I've never even heard of, and tools that I've never heard of. But it's like I can I can figure it out because what one man can do, another man can do. And That's I'm like, right. okay, I can like my confidence level of I can watch YouTube videos and figure this thing out is way higher. James, you That's are good. a you can man success story. I mean, yeah. get this guy's yeah. shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I was just going to say, and, and you basically said it, it. It's just a situation of you not knowing what you don't know. You can just do the research and figure it out. You've got that confidence. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. Uh, before you're going to tackle something, so yeah. that's awesome. Even most re- like a couple nights ago, I'm trying to install my washer dryer. Yeah. I told you to YouTube. Springs it, right? a, yeah, springs a leak, and I Facetime Tim, and he's sitting there reading in his little nook he just built, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, that I, I think I know what this is. This is the the seal of you know that you can go to fix that for like ninety cents. You have to go get the part, or you can just replace the whole." housing of it and i'm like ah okay he's like or you just youtube it so i got on youtube and they're like yeah you just have to tighten this nut on the top of it and i was like oh give it a go tightened it i've done like four loads of laundry no problem (laughs) there you go so very good and yeah that's um yeah the confidence to go for it that is your starting place you don't have to be an expert i've been doing house projects for a couple of decades and i still get down that rabbit hole of like, I've just spent 14 hours doing what? Cause I didn't foresee it. So everybody's learning all the time, even the, right. the best tradesmen out there. Well, this has been great. I did want to talk about before we close this out, you did hire some contractors. Oh yeah. And so I'm just going to leave that open-ended and just, what are your, what are your thoughts? <laughs> My, they're frustrating. It's hard to find one that you can trust. Hard to find one that isn't going to be like, yeah, man, listen, we try to get around this corner, but the only part they can do it is in New Mexico. It's going to take, they're going to have to drive it here because it's so heavy. <laughs> I know I quoted you around 400 and not the good news. It's only going to be another 450 probably, <laughs> but uh, we can do it. But this is, I've never seen anything like this before. I'm like, dude, like I, if I hear that one more time, like I mean to, I I was quoting what this guy was going to say as we drove up to my house. I walked in the door and the plumber said the exact like concept. I'm like, I bet this guy's going to say it. (laughs) Yeah, because we were in the car and then you were like, I bet I bet we're going to walk in and he's going to be like, well, you know, (laughs) that's exactly what happened. Yeah, we tried, but it's just we're not going to be able to get it done to probably Monday or Tuesday now. I'm like, oh, good. Another week. Cool. Yeah, so I think, uh, and we're going to do multiple episodes on contractors. Yes, but we will. There, there's a lot to say. You know, I'm all about spending money. I think or I'm not all about not spending money. And pretty much everyone around this table, I feel like, generally feels the same way. But as I've done more projects and gotten older and a little bit wiser, there, there is a lot to say for you get what you're paying for. Um, and that we'll just kind of leave it there as a. Uh, at the end of this contractor talk. Yes. Well, James, thank you so much for talking us through all that. And James is actually going to do the segment for us. So we have a little bonus segment at the end. After the break, we'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by 1776 United. 1776 United is a patriotic and historically inspired lifestyle brand. They make the best patriotic shirts and apparel on the market today. I personally own many of their products, and if you want to don patriotic gear without looking gaudy, check them out on Instagram, Facebook, and at 1776united.com. Hi right, guys, welcome back. James, take it away. So I have a list, a list here of a few words that are very common medical either terms, diseases, or tools okay. that okay. you guys would use as simple words, but the medical community has decided, hey, let's make this as complicated as possible. We want to sound right. smart. And use the Latin so no one knows what we're talking about. So I'm going to start with a word. Now, this is a very common thing that almost everyone sees when they go to a doctor's office. And we're going to we're going to guess. And I want you guys is. to guess okay. what you think this tool is. OK. Are you ready? I am so ready. Word number one. This is a tool in medicine. It's called a. F- <clears throat> can't even say it. <laughs> I got so nervous right there. It's a long <laughs> word. It's called a sphygmomenometer. 
Asphygmomenomenon. I'm going to let you guys go because yeah. I got it. I'm, I'm not going to. All right, I'll, I'll go. Take a stab at it, Josh. Um, I, it, I think it's something that goes down your throat. Mm. Um, that's that's all I got. That's all I got. Okay, I think it goes up your nose. Oh, I think it's nasal cavity something. I don't know, okay. Dave. You're not even gonna guess. Oh, you I am know. Gonna I am so, not, his okay. body posture is so confident. Well, it's uh, I'm less confident. He's done now. this we before. We just shattered his. Yeah, no, you shattered. No, I don't, so I was super confident because uh, I was sitting in the doctor's office yesterday because again I'm sick and uh, I'm looking at the wall. And I see this thing on the wall and I'm because when you go to the doctor, you're required to wait for, you know, like 48 minutes before the doc shows up. Right. Or the PA. Got to finish our PlayStation. So I look at the wall. I see this thing on the wall and I swear that I remember reading that word and it was like a blood pressure, measured blood pressure. That's how you measure blood pressure. What? Blood pressure cuff. But they don't, they never use that one. They don't Mm -hmm. use the one on the wall. So you can't, you can't do blood pressure in your throat? No, actually, no. Uh, Great question, but no. do you actually refer to it as that when when you're no at work, way when you're like hey no way. Uh, hand me that uh, yeah I think thing. judging on how I just tried to say it a minute ago it's <laughs> <laughs> a no yeah all right that was a good one okay like okay right. now this is one wait hang on who's winning oh I'm sorry oh shoot, 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 Dave's shoot, winning shoot. Uh-huh. you guys might all know this one but this is a very common term you may have thought this gentleman this is what was happening at the beginning of the episode. <clears throat> but this word is it's two words. It's a myocardial infarction. Wait, this is another tool? This is this no, is this not is a, a tool. Condition. This is a condition this. that people do you hear about it all the time. This person had a myocardial infarction. This is this is a heart attack. I think yeah, it's I'm gonna, your heart goes I'm gonna say either a heart attack or um not a heart murmur, but um what's when your heart like skips a beat? Yeah, palpitation. Palpitation, but I'm gonna go heart attack too. Okay. Eh, yeah, I think it is heart related. Mm-hmm. Myo muscle, In- yeah, myocardial infarction. So cardial, that's the heart. Myo is muscle, so the heart muscle, and then infarction just means tissue death. Whoa! So, yeah, infarction. your heart, your heart dies. That's mm. not good, right? No, you try to stay away from that. Yeah. All right. All right, that was an easy one. Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> let's do this one. <clears throat> this may happen when you're younger, or if you get in a fight on the playground or something, but you get epistaxis. Ooh, mm-hmm. epistaxis. Yeah. I, w- when you lose your breath. No. Mm. Dang it. Like, I thought, like, when you get the wind knocked out of yours. When something. you see Bethany. Yeah, you get <laughs> yeah. epistaxis. Yes. <laughs> every, every time. <laughs> a fight um, on the playground. Yeah, I feel like it has something to do with um, epi is, like, skin, so, like, a bruise or I was something. thinking an abrasion, like, a, you get a scrape. Ooh. Okay. Could be better, yeah. Yeah, yeah. None of you are correct. This is a yes. bloody nose. Oh, yeah. Uh, epistaxis. Get punched, wow. in, punched in the face, and now you have epistaxis. Wow. You got a bloody nose. Okay. I got to remember it. Yeah. The next time I get dermis is skin, mm-hmm. by the way, not epi. Just. A, are you a doc? I'm sorry. Who, where's the, well, the PA? I, 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 that's uh, good. No, that's good. I solidly explained There's, why epi was skin. It is not. Yeah. Well, <laughs> nothing really in that word that I know of makes sense of why it's called epistaxis. <laughs> oh, so it's a good try. <laughs> now, this one, uh, some men have it worse than others, usually in the summer, but it's called hyperhidrosis. That's when you sweat too much. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah nice. That's, yeah. Just, that's just a sweaty man. Yeah, you're yeah. a sweaty dude. Yeah, yeah. I have that in the winter. <laughs> I actually did. So I've been a wedding photographer for years, kind of moving away from that the now. The height of sweaty men in the summer. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but one of the grooms that I photographed, he he actually had that actual medical condition. Was he in yeah. all black? You got to so, wear all black. No, I mean, he was that. like, I literally. Did he find love? He did. I mean, I was like, I mean, there were so many photos where just sweat is just dripping (laughs) off of this guy. Uh, One of his groomsmen even commented about this, like during his groomsman speech or whatever at the, yeah, about how he sweats. Anyway, thanks a lot. Okay, sidetrack. You got to be getting married in the winter though, if you're that. I know, right? For real. Mm. How many more you want? I got. I can go all day. A couple more. Let's do two more. Two more. All right. Um, This one. I'm just going to see if you know what it is, if you can break down the Latin. It's called okay. exophthalmos. Exophthalmos. I'm going to say it has something to do with the throat. Okay. Mm. Yeah, like the mouth or the throat. Okay. Yeah. Why, I think why it's the when throat? the thalmos, thalmos part. I, 
I don't know. Yeah, I can't. I can't explain. It just came to me like okay. a, a bolt of lightning. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say it one more time. Exophthalmos. Exophthalmos. Yeah. That's you know not, what I think it is? Is it just vomiting? No. No. Okay, Josh, you haven't even Josh, said anything. Josh, go. Yeah, I don't know. I, Josh I loves say, breaking down yeah, words. I say brain, this is way out for me. I, brain, some kind of brain injury or something. Okay, okay. What, uh, do you know what an ophthalmologist is? Eye doctor. It's yeah. an eye doctor. Exophthalmos is someone that has bug eyes. Whoa. Whoa. So yeah. close, close to the throat. Oh, so their yeah. brain is um, is swelling. Right? Uh, not or necessarily. No. It's usually people that have really hyperactive thyroids. Oh, and, and their like, eyes like, bug out. And they yes. just, they're like, they, they're normal looking, but they look broke. I thought that was a like, reaction to the medication that people take. It who can have. be. Okay. Mm. It can be. But okay. you, exophthalmos is when someone's got, they literally have bulging eyes. You got bug eyes. Yeah, you got bug eyes, bro. Interesting. Let's see, let's see. I'm going to pick, um, this is the last, this is the Yeah, you gotta you pick your best one there because I think Dave's mm. winning with one so far. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple on here, you know, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to pick them. So this one, okay, this is something that commonly happens probably a few times a day for men and women. And this is when you have micturition at a few points during the day. You micturate or you have micturition. 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 Mm-hmm. You're not making this one up. I am not making this one <laughs> Kinda up. Kind of sounds gross. Micturition. Is this a sneeze? Is it yeah. Sneeze? Uh, I'm going to run outside. I'm going to go micturate real quick. What? Mm-hmm. Run outside. Hmm. Well, I might jog or just walk fast. <laughs> are you going to go, are you going to go um, relieve yourself? I am. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna go micturate real quick. Excuse micturate. Me. Excuse me from the table. Yes, it's a it's your pee. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a fancy way. What to does say it have pee. to do with jogging? Well, I was just gonna you run out. Well, he's got to go outside. Oh, outside yeah. and okay. Take a, I was yeah, like, it's just weird. kind of like a, the way you say. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna go run and pee real quick. Gotcha, but I'm gonna go run gotcha. micturate. Yeah. This is the way you say. I it. I feel then. like that word should be circulating in our elementary schools. Yeah. I feel like kids like pick up on things like that. Like your epidermis is showing and. Yeah, yeah, that's a medical term that wait, should be. Say, wait, say one more time. Talk? Say one more time. Micturition. Micturition. Yeah, or micturate. Micter- to yeah. micturate. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like. Yeah. Or like mastication. That's yeah, like that was another one I was going to pick is, yeah, yeah mastication. Yeah. Ah, I'm, gonna mast- yeah. I'm masticating my food. Yeah. Yeah, chewing. Just chewing. I'll just give a few more. Puritis is, uh, that's itching. And a couple other ones here. Um, cerumen impaction. It's so when you got really Whoa. your ears are full of wax Whoa. and they're impacted and you can't Yikes. hear anything. Uh, tinea curis, it's a jock itch. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Nice, yeah. nice. And then ecchymosis, it's a bruise. There you go. <laughs> Sweet good stuff. The, the end. All right, I think uh, we are all. Um, we don't know anything about medicine. No, we don't. over here. So, um, thank you, James, for yeah, for providing some welcome. education. Yeah, all right, scholar. Well, everyone, thanks so much for listening and tuning in on these last three episodes on New House Know How. Hopefully, you guys that are in the market looking for a new house have got a really good idea of um, some of the things you need to know. And you've got a firsthand account here from James of his experience. And so we really hope that uh, you've had some encouragement along the way and learned some things. As always, please take the time to subscribe to our show and you can